Well, there we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast with me, Allison Rizel. I am the hostess with the mostest, but I'm also the founder, CEO, headmistress of the Sacred Pathway Academy, which is home of not just this podcast, but various classes that you can take regarding Reiki to get your certification, of course. Stay tuned. I'll be having more information about that at another another time. But in the meantime, in between time, <laughs> today we are talking about what's holding you back. Yeah. Yeah. We need to talk about that. What's holding you back? Because as it seems, there are quite a few things that we're allowing to hold us back. You know, I can't tell you how many women come to me and say, Allison, I feel so stuck. I feel like I just can't move. I feel like I'm, you know, just on this big hamster wheel and my life is just spinning and I'm not getting anywhere. And I just, you know, I can't understand why I can't move forward and, you know, all these different things. And trust me, I get it. Same way was I. <laughs> Now, there are so many other, um, I have a list of three, but trust me, I could really go deep in this topic if I really wanted to, and I might at another time, but we're going to try to keep it simple, pimple, um, so that you can kind of see if you see yourself in any of the three. And with those three, once I go over them, we're going to go back through and we're going to have cards that I've already pulled. I ain't looked at them, but I've already pulled from the Daily Crystal Inspiration Oracle deck. And this is by Heather Askinosi. And I really do love these cards. Um, and I'm going to make sure that I have the card information in the description so that if, if you resonate with these cards and you like them and you buy cards, um, you can go ahead and get you a, a deck. <laughs> but I also got my handy dandy notes. So let's talk about this. What's, what's holding you back? So, you know, I, I really was thinking about this because now that I've had a few courses that I've taught, you know, under my belt, I'm noticing patterns, right? Um, I'm noticing patterns, not just specifically with the people who have gone through my courses, but just people that I'm coming in contact with um, in various platforms that I'm on. Like um, y'all know you've ever been, if you've been following me for a while, y'all know I love Clubhouse and that's, that's y'all will always find me in the Clubhouse streets. <laughs> either in a room that I'm hosting or co-hosting or co-moderating, however you want to say, um, or, you know, someone else's room. And I just, you know, raise my hand and feel like I need to say something. Um, but I wanted to talk about this um, because I actually did talk about this in one of my own rooms in Clubhouse, but um, I wanted to be here on the podcast and be able to really uh, go into this particular topic because one thing as an energy healer because I am an energy wellness and empowerment coach as well as a Yusui Reiki master teacher and healer in all of that 
fancy schmancy titles that I have. <laughs> I'm still a human being who deals with some of the same things that I'm about to talk to you about. And that's something that I feel is why a lot of women resonate with me is because I'm real about mine. I will never, ever try to paint myself as perfect or having it all together because Lord have mercy. Show me a person who does. <laughs> I will wait, but not too long because I'm very aware of you all's time. But seriously, I, I don't get the whole thing of, of portraying to people that you are completely healed, that you don't ever have any problems, that there is nothing wrong in your life. There's nothing about your life you would never change that you would change or anything like that. How is that therapeutic or helpful to the masses? If I'm coming off as I got it all together, because Lord knows I do not, you know. But in my journey, I've gathered experience, which gave me wisdom, which gives me insight to be able to show you how you can come out of that same thing. Make sense? Okay. So I got three, yes, three points. So what's holding you back? One thing that's holding a lot of us back is outdated belief systems. Oh my gosh. Sitting in those beliefs, those limiting beliefs, that so many of us are rooted in through our root chakras uh, based off of how we were raised, you know, the communities we grew up in or that we still live in, um, you know, the well-meaning people who raised us, uh, you know, going to school and how we were taught in school, you know, especially as Black and Brown people, but I'll speak specifically for being Black because I'm Black. <laughs> but we in our community, as far as Black Americans are concerned, there are a lot of limiting beliefs that we have that hold us back. Um, and there are some things that we have to shed. And the ways that you shed that is, for, to me, for me, was when I started gaining more knowledge of self. Knowledge of self as in educating myself in, um, I won't say all things Black, but for all intents and purposes, all things Black. <laughs> you know, reading uh, certain books and, and tapping into learning and understanding my roots as a person, a Black person from the Black, the African diaspora, and being able to um, understand some of the traditions and, and cultures and spiritual beliefs and religions and, and other things that I, as a Black person in America, may not know or understand because that was kind of stripped away from us. So, you know, we don't know. <laughs> So that just being honestly what it is. So what happened in those, those times and those moments of us being taught of being lesser than, we embodied that in a lot of our thinking. 
So in our thinking, we say things like, oh, Black people, you know, don't, I don't know, uh, don't surf. Because I saw a beautiful um, chocolate goddess on a, this video that I was watching um, on a surfboard. And man, she was getting it. Man, she was getting it. But we would be led to believe that we don't do stuff like that. Why? Because in society, they just show us like blonde hair, blue eyed people surfing the waves and everything else. That's not the only people that do it. But we embody those things of, oh, Black people don't swim. We don't surf, you know, and all these other things. So then that keeps us, holds us back from trying new things because then you're like, well, I don't want people to think that I'm trying to not be Black because Black people don't do that. See what I'm saying? How toxic that is for us and our belief systems and how we, we approach certain things. Thankfully, we're in a place now where we're starting to evolve past that. But it's still there. It's still there. So how many of you have uh, dreams and ambitions of doing things that would be considered outside the norm for yourself? But it's holding you back because you're taught, well, people that look like me don't do that. Um, or I was raised that, you know, women aren't supposed to have this or do that. Um, you know, I was, uh, as a little girl, because I know I was told that I talk too much, that I am too much, you know, that I shouldn't, that I should shrink down to make everybody else comfortable, you know, because me shouting out the answers or, you know, just talking in general is just bothersome or whatever. Um, so then that made me stop using my voice and stop speaking up for myself because I was told that I'm too much. And you see how I lowered my voice because that still triggers me when I think about that of how my voice was suppressed as a little girl, not necessarily by my parents, but by the environment and school and talking about my voice, my very being. So those outdated beliefs kept me from fully stepping into my power because then I'm like, I don't want to be called. I don't want to be considered too much. You know, I've had, you know, boyfriends in the past tell me that I'm too much. You too much. You know, and I'm like, how am I too much? Just because I speak my mind. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not talking about being a ball buster or nothing like that. But because I'm not going to just sit back and be like, you have your way and then I don't get anything for me out of this relationship. But then again, at that time, I wasn't strong enough in my mind to say that's messed up. I deserve and I am worthy of someone who will treat me as their partner and not as their servant or their um, they're lesser than, you know? So I had to learn how to 
shed that belief of, because unfortunately in church, the woman is always taught to be lesser than the man that you are supposed to submit to your man. But they don't explain what that submission really means. They make it seem like, okay, so you got to do everything he says and you don't really matter. Now, I'm not saying all churches, so please don't come for me. But it just seems like it's a narrative and it don't seem it is. So that's why I'm saying shedding those old belief systems that don't work anymore. They don't. They've been proven that they don't work. So we got to let them go and stop submitting to them. So that's holding you back. Those old belief systems, those outdated things, those things that you thought about yourself years ago. And it could have been something, maybe it's true. It was true. Maybe at that point you were this, that, and the third. But as you've evolved, you're not that person anymore. I can truly say that. The Allison that I know of five years ago in 2016, when I first started my whole journey is, excuse me, I am very different from that woman, very different. But if I allowed myself to be stuck in 2016, Allison, then who you see right now it, it, it just wouldn't work. And I would not be able to fully step into my power if I'm still thinking the same way I thought five years ago. You go through lessons and experiences for a reason. Those experiences are to bring about wisdom. And that wisdom is what you use to be able to, when you step into an arena and it feels familiar, you're like, oh, wait, I've been through something like this before. I need to go. <laughs> I don't need to do this. Or, oh, wait, I've been through this before, but I chickened out last time. So let me stay in this and sit in this and see it through. So it can work in different ways. The Allison of today is far braver than the Allison five years ago. And then the Allison five years prior to that and so on and so forth. Because Lord knows, when I was in my 20s, especially uh, early 20s, young mother, you know, the, the survival skills that I had to have then served me well. But the way I looked at money, the way I looked at um, working, the way I looked at you know, financial uh, stability and, and any of those things, that served me for that point. I needed to survive. I kicked my survival skills, kicked in. I did what I had to do. But if I kept those same thoughts, I wouldn't have been able to open this business. I wouldn't have been strong enough mentally to have opened my business because I'd still be stuck in the I don't want to bring too much attention to myself. I'm not worthy of that. Mm, I don't really have to have that right now. It ain't going to take, it don't take all that. So I'm just not going to know. So outdated belief systems are holding you back.
Number two, here's a biggie, especially in this social media world we're in right now. Comparing your journey to other people's journey. Uh huh. I'm gonna say that one more time. Comparing your journey to other people's journey. Content comparing your life to someone else's life. That gets us in a lot of trouble because we are all born with our own special, unique, beautiful talents, gifts, and everything else we need for this journey. We're born with it. What happens or is supposed to happen is as you grow, those talents and gifts and everything about you that you need for this journey is supposed to come to the forefront and even help you further in life. But over time or, or what ends up happening, let's go back to number one, because of how we're raised, because of how society is, because of how our community slash culture is, because of other whatever circumstances that molds us and shapes us into the people that we are, then we repress or suppress our, our individualism, that thing that makes us us. And society teaches us that if you don't look a certain way, talk a certain way, act a certain way, you know, dress a certain way, eat a certain way, drive a certain car, live in a certain neighborhood, wear these certain type of, you know, jewelry, you know, have this type of, um, hell, I don't know, dog, <laughs> then you are wrong. You're supposed to look exactly how society deems as acceptable, as beautiful. You're supposed to act in a certain way. So because we have this condition, it makes us compare ourselves to other people. So we can be on Instagram. I could go because, you know, I'm nosy. So I'll go look at other people who are also in this industry. I'll look at their Instagram and see what they're doing. And then that part of me that still can hear those whispers of society of what's she doing that you don't have as many followers that she has? How come she just came out and you've been doing this for a minute? Well, why? So then you start digging and looking for something and you see all these pictures of, you know, this person is doing this and doing that. And they like they're having a great time and they've got all these likes and comments and people are interacting with them and, you know, people are tagging them and other things. And then they, you start picking apart 
well, my, my page doesn't look that way. And, you know, I might post something and nobody will like it. And then, you know, I might post something and then, you know, a lot of people like it, but they don't share it and, you know, and all this other stuff. Or if I take myself, Allison, out of the whole picture and I start talking about some of the patterns that I see a lot of women are doing is, oh, you know, this particular type of woman gets all the attention from men. So, you know, she's got this life. She's doing this. She's doing that. Why can't I have that? Why can't, you know, this work for me? How come I have to be this way, look like this? My nose is this way instead of that way. My hair is like this and hers is like that. And I wish my hair would do what her hair does and that my lips look like her lips and, you know, that I, you know, was able to get all these men that would be on my page and liking me and, and, and all this other stuff. And then we'll speak about, you know, couples. Well, oh, wow, couple goals, relationship goals. I get sick of seeing them things. God, I get sick of that. Because a picture can't tell you nothing about those people's relationship. It can't. That one picture, that one little minute clip of the video does not tell you shit about that person's life, their relationships, anything. You are seeing the highlight reel. Think about it. I forgot where I read this, but how many pictures people take? How many selfies are taken before a person actually picks like one or or even heaven forbid two that they post some people will snap like 10 15 pictures and go through and say i don't like that one i don't like that one i don't like that. okay my eyes were closed on that no 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 because it's the perfection i want you to see me as perfect i don't want you to see my flaws i can't let you see me vulnerable my hair has to be in place. My eyes, you know, I got to have my eyelashes on waving at you. I got to have, you know, lipstick on. I got to, you know, make sure that, you know, my hair is fried, dyed, laid to the side, looking good. <sighs> Stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop comparing your journey to other people's journey. Just because they come off as popular or successful doesn't mean that they are. It doesn't. You're seeing the highlight reel. You're seeing what they want you to see. I gave this example on Clubhouse. You look at these couples and you say, oh, goals, couple goals, relationship goals. But again, they're showing you one picture or one video clip. But they're not showing you that right before that picture was taken, they had an argument and that they had an argument so bad, they cussed each other out, talked about each other's mama. And then they decided, well, let's do this for the gram and took a picture and they look like the picture perfect couple. And then you're sitting there looking and, you know, sitting on your bed, eating cookie dough and, you know, drinking the Coca-Cola like, I wish I had somebody that I could do all this with. You don't know those people's story. You don't. You don't know if that person's 
business is really that successful, if you sitting up there hating on them, instead of you looking at them and comparing yourself to them, if you see someone doing something that you want to do, reach out to them, be like, sis, you know, um, even if y'all are in two different cities or states, like we're in two different uh, states, but let me buy you a coffee. I'll send you something cash app and let's sit down and dialogue because I really want to know how can I get my business to grow the way yours has. Got any secrets that you can share with me? I don't want to like pick your brain and not invest nothing because that's another thing. Don't be sitting up there trying to get people to give you all their secrets for free. Stop that. If you really want to get yourself to where you want to be and you see someone doing the doggone thing, don't expect that person to get you there for free. Oh, yeah, I'm doing a, a podcast episode about that shit, too, because that's that's got to stop. <laughs> that's got to stop. Because believe me, the person that you're sitting and admiring and comparing yourself to has worked most likely their ass off to get to where they are blood, sweat, and tears. They may have done some stuff that they ain't proud of, but there they are. And while you're sitting down, sitting there, not doing anything about whatever it is that you're saying that you want, they're doing it. So how about this? You are exactly where you are supposed to be in your journey based off of the actions you've taken to get there. I'm going to say that again. You are exactly where you are supposed to be in your journey based off of the actions that you've taken to get there. Keep your eyes on your own divine paper. Their path is not your path. Y'all might be doing something similar, but they ain't you and you ain't them. You got your own secret sauce, but you just probably not putting forth the effort to get in the kitchen and make it. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, we got to stop comparing ourselves to other people, especially when you don't know that person's story. You don't know what it took for them to get there or that they may just be showing you their highlight reels, which most people are in this age of information, social media, where we are now narrowed down to freaking selfies and reels. That's not a person's whole life. So stop comparing yourself to other people. It's, it's, it's not your, it's, it's your journey. It's yours. It's yours. Whew. Number three. Here's another big one. Overthinking and perfectionism. Gasp and swoon. <laughs> this one right here. I'm going to say this. For my women of color, particularly Black, because I know that we get this talk. 
And this talk is so real that I remember back when Scandal was popular and I used to watch it. I ain't see, I ain't trying to front. I used to watch Scandal. But I remember when Papa Pope was talking to Olivia and he, he asked her to recite what he told her that she has to be 10 times better. 10 times better. I don't know too many black women who have not had that conversation with their parents, especially with my generation. I'll speak my generation and older. That's Gen X and older. I don't know if millennials got that talk or not, or Gen Z, I don't know. But a lot of us got that conversation, that talk, that we have to be 10 times better than our white counterparts. When we're going in for a job, we got to have every T crossed, every I dotted. You better not have a hair out of place or your nails be chipped. You better be dressed to the nine and look like you could run the company but don't be too much. Ooh, that's another one. That's another part of that. So when we're growing up, we're, okay, so I gotta get this right. I gotta do this right. It has to be perfect. That's one aspect. But a lot of things kind of evolve around those types of teachings. So now everything is, it's got to be perfect. If it's not perfect, I, I can't do anything. Y'all, look, I can't tell y'all how many programs or services I have stayed up nights putting together. And I got to the date where I said I'm launching and I, I freeze because I'm like, it's not perfect. You know, they're not going to understand this. And I got to make sure because I don't want to put nothing out there because I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to show up and have egg on my face. And, you know, folks start talking about, oh, she's a fraud. She's this. She's that. You know, because then in that overthinking and perfectionism, guess who shows up? Imposter syndrome. Ha, yeah. There you go. Oh, she's 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 a fraud. She's this, she's that. Oh, she's not all this and she doesn't know what she's talking about or, you know, she's only referring to, you know, this part and she left out all this other stuff and 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 just anything that I could pick myself apart on. Been there, done that, got the Mickey Mouse ears and t-shirt for it. Perfectionism. I still have this and I struggle with it. I want it to be perfect. Until finally, my voice of reason, my inner wise woman, tells the perfectionist bully to shut the fuck up <laughs> and just put it out there and see what happens because it's perfect just the way it is. It's perfectly imperfect. You don't want to work with a perfect coach. At least I hope you don't, because then you'll have the thought of, well, she ain't never been through nothing. So why, why do I want to work with her? She ain't never had no hard times. She ain't never felt like this. That's the way I look at it. When I was looking for my coach, 
or before I even realized that I needed one, <laughs> before I even realized I needed one, who I was looking for, I didn't, I, I couldn't be with somebody who ain't never been through anything, who can't relate who can't speak my language, who speaks too far above my head, who, you know, makes me feel like I'm lesser than or stupid or something because I think or feel the way I feel. So I didn't want no perfect coach. Mm, not doing that. But we do that to ourselves. We, we want to be perfect. We want to come off as perfect. That's how a lot of us end up becoming neat freaks, where you have an obsessive compulsion for everything in your house to be just so. You know, there's people that you can go into their homes and if you touch something by accident, and if it's not turned exactly the way that they would have it, they will come behind you and turn that. It's happened. And then I realized we can't be friends. <laughs> Because I, I don't have that ministry. My house is not always going to be perfect. You're going to find stuff on the floor sometimes. Uh, you know, my desk gets crazy cluttered. But my house ain't dirty. But I have clutter. And I will admit, I have clutter. Clutter doesn't bother me as much as uncleanliness, like dirt and nastiness and funk and stuff. That I can't deal with. But if you just got a couple of things that's on the floor, you ain't put your laundry up yet, I'm not judging you. But there are some people who are like that. Everything has to be perfect. If I come into your home and everything about your home is perfect, would you have a heart attack if I showed up one day at your house and you hadn't cleaned up? Will it make you just totally flip the hell out? I love my mother, but she's that way. Like if heaven forbid, there's some stuff out of place and people walk through the door. Especially if it's people, I don't know these people. I don't give a fuck what they think about my house. I honestly don't. You're here to fix the toilet, fix it, and get the hell on. I don't care. But some people aren't like that. Perfectionism is keeping you stuck. It's why you can't move forward. That's what's holding you back. That's the, that's the secret sauce, y'all. Instead of you coming to me and giving me this whole long list of stuff, I can just, I just broke it down with three things. You got an outdated belief system. You comparing yourself to other people and you stuck in perfectionism. Perfectionism is smoke and mirrors. It does not exist. There is absolutely nothing perfect. Even in a field of sunflowers, my favorite flower. And they're all beautiful and majestic and their petals and the, the, I don't know what even part that's called, but I call it their face, honestly, their face. <laughs> even within sunflowers. See, I have this one here, but there's another one in here and it's different. It has the black, like the black face. And it's deep brown, but I call it black face. 
you go into a field of sunflowers, you're not going to find too many of them sunflowers that are exactly the same. There's going to be a flaw. I don't know how many petals are on a sunflower, but let's say 10. 10 traditionally come on a sunflower. So if 10 petals traditionally are on a sunflower, you are going to go in that field and you'll find some of them that might have eight or nine. Or you may have one that actually has 11. You may find some that are kind of like really, really tall and some not as tall. But it doesn't stop any of them from being beautiful to me. In all the imperfections of what's considered a perfect sunflower. Same thing you can say about roses. I love flowers. <laughs> There's no perfect rose. Even in their perfection, they all got thorns. <laughs> so we have to start looking at the bigger picture of why do I feel I have to be perfect? What's the, what's the foundation of that? What's the, the, under, the other undertone? What's, what's causing me to do that? And how can I break that energy up? And I'll just tell you that in these three things, did you know that Reiki can help you with all three? <gasps> yes. <laughs> Y'all should have known I would take it back to Reiki. But yes, it can. Because all of these are rooted in your chakras, in your energy centers. Reiki can break that up. So let's go back. Let's talk about, since we're talking about the outdated belief systems, here's something that I'm going to give you without even pulling this card up. First of all, with the outdated uh, belief system, change how you speak. Change how you speak. Especially when you're talking about yourself. Change the way you talk. You know, instead of saying, I wish, say, I will. I wish I could have a brand new car. No, I will have a brand new car by the end of 2021. So let's see what the card says of what we can do for the outdated belief system. Now, I love this. This is Rose Quartz. Open up your heart. Open up your heart. And you may be like, well, what does that have to do with my outdated belief system? In your heart, in your heart chakra, is compassion, is love unconditional, is forgiveness. And those three things alone can help you push past your outdated belief system. Because in that outdated belief system, especially as it relates to how you view yourself, see yourself with a lot more compassion. Look at your life. Look at your where you come from. Look at how far you've come. 
look at it from a place of compassion. Instead of thinking about the mistakes you've made and dwelling on them, change that old way of dwelling on that and speaking ill of yourself, changing that pattern, changing the way you speak. Open your heart. Show more love to yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for that, for sabotaging yourself with outdated beliefs about yourself that come from fears and so-called failures, things that you wish you had done. Yeah, open your heart. Now, comparing yourself to other people, well, I would say put a little gratitude on your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, show a little gratitude. Show a little gratitude. Let's see what the oracle card, what, what, what. So we're going to stay in this heart for a little while, I guess. Rhonda Knight, or Rhoda Knight, excuse me. <laughs> I said Rhonda Knight, Rhoda Knight. And it says, find a way to forgive. Yeah. Find a way to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for hating on other people because they're doing something that you wish you could do or you think that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's a, ooh, that's big. Because sometimes we're doing stuff or we're pursuing things because we think that's what we're supposed to be doing, but in actuality, not so much. And I'll give you an example. I... I should have broke into song because y'all know I do that. I'm a single woman. I've never been married. And that used to bother me. It doesn't anymore. Because what I've learned is, as I'm looking at other people and looking at them in relationships, I realized something. That God bless people who are in relationships. And that's not to say that I don't want to be in one because I absolutely do. But I, I don't feel that I have to have someone in order to be complete. And I don't know if I really want to be married as much as I used to want to. When I was younger, I really wanted to be married and I felt like that's what I was supposed to want why would you not want that but as I've gotten older I'm like mm, I don't really care about that if it happens great if it doesn't that's great too I want companionship yes but my outdated belief the comparing myself to other people and couple goals and all that kind of stuff. Meh. No, I realized I don't really need that. <laughs> I don't. Because for me in a relationship, I'm, I'm going to require quite a bit. I, now I am too much. <laughs> I am too much. Proudly, 
because I'm an entrepreneur. I have my business. My business is my baby. I nurture it. I work it. I love it. And whoever is with me, and it's so funny, I just listened to a clip from Dion Cole talking to Talib Kweli on his show. And Dion Cole said something, and a lot of people are probably going to disagree with this, but it's facts. He was like, I'm a comedian first. He said, and whoever I date, whoever I'm with has to understand that that comes first because that is who I am. And when he said that, I was like, mic drop, that's me. If whoever I get with don't understand that this work I do, this is first. I am a coach, healer, teacher, the three of them <laughs> first. That is first. First. And if they can't get that and understand that, nope, not the one. It's hard for some people to hear that, but it's facts. I'm not going to lie to you about it. But if I stayed in the old belief system, if I stayed in that mindset of comparing myself to other people's journey based off of what I thought I was supposed to be doing, I would have never came to that conclusion about the way I am when it comes to being in a relationship or being married. Make sense? And then the overthinking and perfectionism. Well, let's go back to the first thing I said when I said, you have to change the way you talk about yourself to yourself. And you also don't think about the failure of, oh, if everything is not perfect, then nobody will take me seriously or want to, you know, book me or hire me or, you know, be my friend or date me or whatever, whatever you're telling yourself. So let's take a look at the third card. Can't make this stuff up, y'all. Can't. And it's so funny. All of these are pink. So it's a lot of heart chakra around this, y'all. Gee whiz. Rhodocrosite. I have never seen that word. Rhodocrosite. I'm sure I'm butchering that, but it's R-H-O-D-O-C-H-R-O-S-I-T-E. And I'm spelling this for the people who are listening to the podcast. <laughs> Those of you that's watching it on YouTube, you probably like, yeah, girl, we can read. <laughs> I know you can. And it says, remember your words. Ugh. Mic drop, overthinking and perfectionism. Damn it, remember your worth. Remember who you are and whose you are. You were not put on this earth to be perfect. You weren't. You were put on this earth to be you. And you are perfect in the eyes of the creator. With every flaw, every ripple, every dimple, every crooked tooth, missing tooth, gap in teeth, every you know, weird hair pattern, <laughs> 
even if you have a hard time with your nails growing, you know, just whatever, whatever. I'm picking on things that I know a lot of women obsess about. You're perfect. You are perfect. You don't have to prove anything. That's a huge part of that too. And that perfectionism, I got to prove myself worthy. You are worthy. You don't have to prove yourself worthy. You're already worthy. You have nothing to prove. As soon as you became a manifestation, because you started as a spirit and you manifested into this physical body, you were stamped and approved before you even got here. You have nothing to prove. You're already perfect. Who cares if your hair don't flow down your back or you don't have an afro that's like, you know, listen, there's this, there's this young woman, I don't wanna call her girls, a young woman. I think she's called the Samurider and I follow her on Instagram. And the only reason why I follow her, well, not the only, but one of the reasons, her hair is fire. I love it. She got fro-licious, fro on fro on fro. And I'm not looking at her hair saying, I wish I had that. Because honestly, no, I don't. But her hair is badass. And she's badass. Because she's probably like, like five feet tall <laughs> and can do all these like really cool, like martial arts and work with swords and all this other stuff. But anyway, I'm not going to look at her and say, I wish I had her hair. I just look at her and be like, damn, her hair is fire. I'm not going to look at another woman and be like, oh, I wish I had her body. You know what? I'm going to have the body that feels best to this body. Right now, I'm working on my weight, not because I want to have a flat stomach and have a washboard and, and six pack or, or whatever. I'm not trying to do all that. I just want to feel better in my body and be able to wear, you know, the kind of clothes that I want to wear and my clothes feel, feel good and look good on me. I'm really not trying to get super small. That ship has sailed. Probably could do some things, but you know what? I don't want to do all that. That's, that doesn't speak to me. Because I feel like if I got really, really small, I wouldn't be me. I, I just, yeah. But I just know I don't want to be the size that I am. Because I know I'm not healthy. Not as healthy as I want to be. But I know my worth. I know who I am. I know that I'm beautiful already. It took me a long time to be able to say that and really stand in that. To be able to really look at myself when I do some of these videos or take some of the pictures that I take and be like, oh, damn, I'm cute. <laughs> it took a lot for me to get to that. But it can happen for you when you let go of perfectionism. When I have clients or students coming to me and telling me how great my program or my service is when I'm looking at it seeing all the flaws and all the things that's wrong with it I should have done this I should have done that why didn't I do it this way and all that trust me I still have those moments where I'm sitting and picking apart I have a course coming up in December 
that launches in November for how I'm redoing my Reiki course. I'm picking myself apart doing that and I'm fighting it. But then I have to take a breath and just whew, come back to myself and say, I'm perfect the way I am and I have nothing to prove. I don't, I don't. I will attract the people who are supposed to work with me. But the only thing that I'm supposed to do y'all and that you're supposed to do, show up. Show up as your best you, as your most authentic you. That'll, that'll shut up the belief systems. That'll shut up the comparing yourself to other people. That'll shut up the perfectionism and overthinking. Is you standing up saying, you know what? I am the best version of me. I'm giving the best of me that I know to give. And that is enough. That's enough. So as the cards say, open up your heart. Find a way to forgive and remember your worth. Mm. Yeah, it's like that. So I thank you for joining me today. Leave me a comment. Tell me what you think. And don't forget to share, to like, to subscribe, to do all those things in all these different spaces because, you know, some platforms just have certain things. So do what, what it tells you to do on there. <laughs> and I will be happy. Um, but I've enjoyed myself. And um Make sure you follow me on like Instagram and Facebook and Clubhouse, especially on Clubhouse. We have some really great conversations on Clubhouse. So if you're not on there, get yourself on there. Um, but follow me on Instagram and check out some of my uh, products, not my products. I'll have products soon, but <laughs> my programs and services, my link will be in the description for the services that I offer, but I want you to have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you again for joining me here on the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast. I will talk to you again next time. Bye.